Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I knew what I was escaping from, but not where I was going. I found connection and cheer and communion and my place at the moon underwater. I'm Robbie Knox and I'm the landlord of the moon underwater, a mystical place where guests create their dream pub. Thanks, how are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Have you been up to anything good this week? I have, I've been, I don't know if whether you found this in the correct realm, but it, it sort of stimulates my creative juices. So I've been spending a lot of time down by the pond painting watercolours. Have you? What yeah. have you been painting? The oh. pond. Yeah, the pond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the pond. The pond. The moon underwater itself was laughing at that. Yeah. that yeah. There. <laughs> the pond and the, the old mill. In the background, yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? That, that does and they're really good paintings. I'll oh. bring some in. You can put them up. Uh, uh, yeah, bring them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you can put them up. I forgot to say, by the way. Yeah, I've arranged that meeting you wanted. Have you? Yeah, great. You know how you, you know how you are. You've you you remember? You asked me to. You said you wanted to pitch that BBC primetime drama idea that you had. Yes, I've set up the meeting. Can you just Have give me? You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just just remind me. Give you your elevator pitch for it again. I. I... <laughs> Oh, is it, is it, you're laughing. It must be comic as no, well. No, 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 no. It's just that I, I'm just wondering if people are going to steal it. It's just us here, mate. Just us here. So, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's a spy drama. Yeah. But the twist. Oh. Is that... <laughs> you go straight in with the twist. Normally, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. some kind of preamble or a twist, plot before the twist. The twist is that one of one of the spies is a day a day away from retirement, and. Um, then he gets turned by um, uh, Slovakia <laughs> to spy for them. Okay. And then it's sort of a, a, a chase across Europe. What um, country is he? Is he British spy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Big, is there a lot of British-Slovakian diplomacy going on? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. This is, this is the thing that no one knows about this stuff. So I've, I've been doing a lot of research. It's actually quite, quite deep and 
dangerous. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I look forward to. Yeah. And I there's, there's, there's a, a telly. Yeah. There's um, he's a big fan of uh, dinghies as well. He's a great dinghy racer. That's right. so, oh, so yeah, I remember you action, telling me now. I remember you telling me. Yeah, in yeah. there where they're racing dinghies across the channel and things. He's um, got a pet goat as well, doesn't yeah. he? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve. Right, good. Well, yeah. that gets the... Hang on. Who is that? That, we, that, that laughter we heard a minute ago. I think that's from out, coming from outside. It might be. So, who's that? Who's that marching across the tundra? It, it's comedian Chloe Pett. It's me, oh. Chloe. Yeah, it's funny. Someone said something so funny outside, um, just as I think you guys said something funny. What a coincidence. Oh, that was yeah. amazing. What, yeah. what was it they said? Um, oh, just a joke about um, a woman in a lift. Okay, yeah. Yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Good, okay. very good. Um, how are you, Chloe? Are you well? Yeah, so good. I'm really well. Um, thanks for having me. I love the pub, is what I will say. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think. Fan. Yeah, I feel like it's sort of my um, my spiritual home is the pub, then the football, then back to the pub. Can you have yeah, yeah. three spiritual homes? <laughs> you can have yeah. you got a spiritual neighbourhood. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that yeah, it's sort of uh, maybe I'm maybe that the spirit is the aura that I carry with me to those three places. <laughs> maybe I'm the common factor, but yeah, I just love it. I just my favourite, my ideal Sunday is just. You know, run in the morning, um, so you feel like you've sort of earned a big pub lunch and about three or four pints watching the footy. Nice. Oh, Fabulous. oh, that's a day, isn't it? Fabulous. You're, uh, you're a Palace fan, is there? Is there? Are you? Can you tell us the pub that you like to go to before and after? And well, yeah, actually, this is we found out last match that we go to. Well, this is probably the issue with this pub is that I can't. Even, I don't even know the name of it. I think it's called like the Railway, something like that. And it's this next cellar station and you wouldn't really know it was there because you have to go down an alleyway. And then there's just sort of, it looks a bit like a community hall. And then there's a guy on the door who might not be there actually. We might have all just collectively hallucinated him on game day. <laughs> and he goes, two pound. And you have to give him two pounds. And then you go in and you get a pint for about fiver. And um, it's not good stuff. It's not any of the pints you'd ever want. Yeah. It's, it's it's like just someone being like Spiretti, you're like Moretti, no Spiretti, <laughs> and um and they're lovely in there and he used to playing golf for you, didn't he? <laughs> that, that is uh, one person that listens to the po- podcast is going to yeah, enjoy that joke. That, yeah. Um and oh, it's wonderful because yeah, it's like I think I'm like the only the only ever woman in there, and sometimes if if I get there early. Um, I'm, I'm waiting for my mates. I'll read a book, and it causes quite the stir. <laughs> and but it's it's really fantastic. But last game that we went there, um, they were telling us basically they hadn't got any money left, and they had to bo- borrow fourteen thousand pounds to buy beer for that day. And so everyone get down to the r- railway. Maybe that's what it's called. Maybe I've imagined it. <laughs> yeah. But see you there, and I'll be reading a book if you want to join me. <laughs> Excellent. What well, to read Amazing. with you or to chat? Um, you can sometimes my eyes get tired. Maybe you can read it out loud for me. It's <laughs> a little book club, pretty yeah. book club. Yeah, yeah, it's always been a bit, quite a big part of the sort of football match day experience, hasn't it? Pubs, yeah. sort of thing. It's a lovely little combination. And even my my living Norwich now, my kids, have, my two sons have started supporting Norwich, um, and they quite like going. Okay, I take them to a. a less rowdy pub before the game and maybe afterwards sort of thing. And I think they quite like that sort of... The ritual, ritual yeah. of it sort of thing. Do you go to pretty much pub, Dan? Um, Is that the best bit? Yeah, I, I, 
I go with my friend Alex. We've been going. We've been going to to QPR for years together. Um, but if we do on a Saturday, we tend to have a, have have lunch rather than go to the pub. But with a couple, older. couple of pints. But with a couple of pints. Yeah. yeah. Great. Thank uh, you. So what sort of what sort of place are you having lunch in? Like we wagon mamas. We tend to go to uh, Bills in Westfield. Okay. <laughs> That's our go-to because it was lucky for a long time. I don't know if you have the same thing with pubs at Palace or or Norwich, but it was for. A, I think we must have started going the one season where we were good, right? And so it became lucky. We still go. Well, I'm going to go to Bills. It's lucky, but it hasn't been lucky for years. See, so. I don't have any of that luck stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just think um, it's not about luck. It's the louder I shout the harder the ball will go into the goal. Yeah. So there's no luck there. That's good. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, yeah. that's very um, taking personal responsibility yeah. for the performance of Crystal <laughs> yeah. Palace. is very mature of you. Do you get that though? Like when you're watching a game, like if you're watching a game at home that, that you might have gone to, do you ever think if I'd gone there, would it have been a different result? Like the sort of butterfly wings starting a hurricane thing? I think if someone, I believe, I don't really believe in lucky things. I believe in the power of the jinx. Right. And if if <laughs> my this... wife says, "Oh, you're going to win this," aren't you? I'm like, oh, you've you've, oh, okay, yeah, okay, you've okay. fucked it. You've, I thought yeah. you were about to tell us some like new like incel podcast, <laughs> <laughs> like called the. Power I believe of the in drink. the power of the drinks. Uh, it's if you insult a woman, she'll want to be with you. <laughs> if you are an incel looking to start a podcast out there, call it the power of the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what were your first public experiences growing up? Um, not good ones. So I grew up... I grew, <laughs> grew up near, near me? Yeah, Sittingbourne in Ken. And I'm, yeah. on, I'm on the Isle of Sheppey. You're Maidstone. This is yeah. going to be some really niche content. You're going to be anywhere outside of the sort of the Medway Town, Swale area, yeah. um, then you're in real trouble. And, and you know Kentra. who Julian Speroni is? Then this is going to be in the broadcast. Yeah, yeah so um, for those listening at home, Sittingbourne is next to the Isle of Sheppey and sort of... Yeah, not say? too far from Maidstone. Maidstone's a bit fancy, though, isn't it? That's like a county town. You're a bit <laughs> posh. You're relatively yeah. posh. Relative. You, it's very say, relative. Yeah. I would say if we were going to describe Kent in the class system, then Tunbridge Wells is upper class. Yeah, Seven Oaks. Maidstone. Yeah. 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 Tunbridge Wells, yeah. Seven Oaks, upper yeah. class. Maidstone, lower middle class. Sittingbourne, Sheppey, working class. Yeah. yeah. But um, Sheppey, a strange place, actually. It is. We used to, I used to go... Off of Sheppey to go to Sittingbourne, which shows what, what Sheppey is When like. was the first time you went when you were like 17 or something? <gasps> I used to, actually, to be honest, I I went to school in Rochester. So I went, I went right, off right. the island. But so a lot of the time I was driving to pubs and not drinking because I, my friends all lived in the Medway towns, so a lot of them sort of thing. So there was a lot of a lot of just driving to pubs and then dreadful nightclubs in Maidstone. That was where mm. I used to go We've there. probably been in the same ones, yeah. 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 Did you ever go to... Um, Tap and Tin in Chatham. That was brilliant. I love the Tap and Tin. Oh, Did you ever go? I saw the Charlatans there once. You saw the Charlatans at the Tap and Tin? Yeah, it was one of the best gigs I've ever been to. Yeah, yeah. That, it sounds like it would be. Because yeah. they, I don't know, when, when I was growing up, maybe it was the same thing. Uh, on a Monday night, you'd go and it, you could get in like underage and there'd be three floors and there'd be like a floor for everyone. So you got like the rockers and then sort of the dance music and then on the top would be maybe some like pop or something. And um, yeah, they just let you in. I think if you went there early before the security guards got there, yeah. you just sit there, just nursing a pipe for hours and hours and hours. And then all of the 18 year olds would turn up and you get drunk and oh, it was, it, it was fantastic. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was around, or I certainly didn't know of it when I was 18. I think it was, but I remember in the early 2000s it being there. 
Um, but yeah, there was other weird stuff in it. It wasn't just like puppies. Wasn't it like a lawn laundromat or something? There's some weird stuff. Or a tattoo. There was some, I'm sure there was some weird stuff in the same building, which just randomly <laughs> there. I might have just run This might have just been drunk. And yeah, you could um, get your clothes washed well, on Monday night. <laughs> exactly. If you're sick down yourself, just pop it in there. <laughs> Happy days. So what, what were your early... early um, oh, yes. Sorry, sorry. That was the question. Sorry, yes. Um, so look, pubs in Sittingbourne, basically. And we would spend a lot of time at the Weatherspoons, um, down the bottom of the high street. It's now There's now one at the top of the high street, which actually recently... Um, there was a scandal because this like a bit of a ceiling caved in, caved in, and loads of rats fell out. Oh <laughs> god! Yeah, yeah. We, well, I wasn't there, but <laughs> so um, did the ceiling cave in from the sheer weight of the rats? I think it was sheer weight of rat that did it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, imagine though if you're tucking into oh, your oh my god, you, your Tuesday curry. <sighs> that is bleak, isn't it? And a rat falls in your madras. <laughs> oh god, you're not gonna be happy, are you? I used to go. I, I used that to. That sounds like a really good phrase. Well, that's a bit of a rat in the madras. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, like a phrase that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I used to go to my local pub, the Halfway House on the Isle of Sheppey, which is in Halfway, which was a place that was halfway between everywhere. That's pretty, it, that pretty, is the most Isle of Sheppey thing you could ever hear. Yeah. Well, I would just call it Halfway. And there, there were a selection of nice pubs around. The Harty Ferry Inn was really lovely, but it was out. You had to drive out to right. sort of thing and, and all this. But then. If you went down to Sheerness, which is like the capital of Sheppey, for people who do not know the other Sheppey, it was, it was that on a Friday, Saturday night. It was the worst place ever, I think. But there was a nightclub called Woody's that was for over 18s, and there was a over 21s. Most nightclubs are, you know. <laughs> yeah, but around the back, there's an under over 21s one oh. that was called Top Banana. Um, and my friend, um, my, my, bro- my brother once went into Woody's as an adult and he saw our friend's 14-year-old brother in there. And he said he was the only person, my brother was the only person in the entire place wearing shoes rather than trainers. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it, was, it was a phenomenal, phenomenal place. Wow. So I feel like I want to give more Isle of Sheppey context, which is it's got the biggest sex shop in the UK, maybe even Europe. Is it? Yeah, Blue Town. <laughs> Okay, I've got, I've got a story about that, but I'll save it for afterwards. Yeah. Not, oh, not, about, yeah. not about me going to the sex shop. Just be I would clear. love just to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How many prisons does it have? Five? Three. Three? Okay. Yeah. And then, that's still all right for yeah, I mean, 5,000 people. Yeah, the fact that I'm disappointed that it's three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It says a lot about my expectations of Sheppey. Um, and uh, it's the place where, did you know that it's a place where the in-betweeners writers would yes. go when they were writing? They did in Sheness, yeah. Down, Crazy. Down, 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 so it's that kind of vibe, right? Yeah. Um, but Sittingbourne, I would say, is sort of its um, cooler sister. and Relatively. Relatively. But yeah, no, so I just go and hang out in the Weatherspoons down the bottom of the, um, the high street. And it was good because it was all just one room, basically. And you could walk in and sort of survey who was there and decide who you were going to go sit with or decide if you just wanted to bounce out and go to the vineyard up the other end of the town. So do you know what this Weatherspoons name was or do you just not do pub names? Some more vibes. I can't remember. I can't. Rem- I cannot remember. You seem very unobservant, if you don't mind. <laughs> so I can tell you what the name tell- of the Weatherspoons in Maidstone was either, actually. Can you tell me the evidence that you. What else have I been unobservant about? Oh, yeah, the, ra- the other pub. <laughs> the other yeah. pub. Yeah. Just pub names, sorry. Yeah, it's, 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 it's pub names. It's because yeah. I'm so like. You know, when you go into the pub, mm. you're just like focused on getting to the front yeah. of that queue, getting your first draft pulled. Oh. Oh. What's your story about the sex shop in Blue Town? Uh, it's 
Name, I name of the sexual? No, I, I can't remember what it's called. No, I don't know. I'll tell you after. It's not <laughs> called Blue Town. The, it's not, no, I don't know. No, no, no. The, the area is called Blue Town. You said it's a really big sex shop and it's called Blue Town. I thought, well, that in makes Blue sense. Town. I thought it makes sense to be called Blue Town. It's a great name for What a name shop. do you think came first? The the name, do you, do you think they set up the sex shop in Blue Town or do you think it got called Blue Town because there was a big sex shop there? I think the blue, it's right by the docks. I think there's a, I think the Blue Town is a probably a, a naval. marine naval type okay. right, okay. thing yeah. at my best guess. But it might be Sex Town. Sex Town? <laughs> sex Town. Sex Town. <laughs> well, that'd be a better name for the place. Welcome <laughs> to Sex Town. Um, right, we're going to get onto your, your um, drinks, Chloe. But first of all, Dan, would you like to explain your bell? Oh, yeah. I've got this bell, um, Chloe. This is oh, from... Um, this, this is from a... Uh, it's the best reaction your bell's oh, yeah, ever got. Yeah, it's really for good. goodness sake. I got this from a, from a tugboat on the estuary. Um, if this goes off... <laughs> Then that means that one of your choices is going to materialise on the bar in front of us, <gasps> and you can um, you can take it away. Oh great! Or we can or we can have a drink. I mean, it is, we're recording fairly early in the morning. Yeah, and I'm about to go for a run. Yeah, so you might want to take them away. Boozy but, run. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So, but it might not happen. It doesn't always happen. I mean, it, it has, has up till now. It has up until now. Yeah, actually, I'd be very surprised yeah. if it doesn't we, happen. We keep saying it doesn't always happen, but so far, <laughs> only if the moon, only if someone at the moon underwater has forgotten to get yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be why it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So maybe someone's yeah. covering their own back there. <laughs> Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Chloe, you get two draft choices in the Moon Underwater. What yes. is your first choice? I've gone for a pint of neck oil. I'm always... Oh, my God. That was is that very what quick Do you remember what, the, what that bell meant? <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can remember. Right oh, there. Yes. Look at this. Come on, Chloe, tell us about neck oil while I... Uh... I just think, like, when it came, when it came into the, the draft lineup in More Pubs Thank You... Um, every time I see it, I'd be happy. 
and I'd think this is this is absolute like because I th- I think oftentimes on draft you've got your 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 quite basic lagers, and actually after I got COVID the first time, first time you had neck oil. For, <laughs> was the first time I had neck oil my taste went fucked up and I lager tasted horrible to me so I switched on to pale ales and I started drinking neck oil and I just think it's the best one in the game it's great nice. it, it's one of those great ones I I like a sort of craft ale type thing. I will go, if there's an option, I'll go for a sort of local thing I've not tried before. But if you go to a generic pub that's got this, it's a great, it's a great safe bet, isn't it? I think I'd probably do the same. I think I'd always... Um... <laughs> sound effect there. Great sound effect. I love it when the sound effects come halfway through the sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm more professional broadcast. I might not have done that. Do you yeah. know what this sentence needs? A sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, she's not being interesting enough. <laughs> I'll do a sound effect. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I was saying... No, I, I would say... Yeah, I'd do that if there's like a local thing. I'd always go for the IPA or like the APA or XPA. But then 50% of the time you're like, I wish I just had a neck oil. Oh, really? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll be like, oh, I'm glad I tried it, but... I would have just liked a neck oil. Second second pint neck oil. Then. Second pint yeah. neck oil, yeah. You can always go back Revert to that. Revert type. Oftentimes I'll go for a, a gamma ray, which is also by Beaver Town. Um, and then I think I wish I had a neck oil. But I'm glad I had a go. Um, and I think for me, the branding of neck oil, all that cartoon stuff, which is mm. now like quite a mainstay in the, in the beer realm, um, you know, fun cans. I think is great, and I think the fact that it's called neck oil, yeah, is just such an evocative phrase. It really is. I want to oil my neck with this <laughs> yeah. delicious liquid. Help everything else go down with this nice, uh, yeah. useful yeah. neck oil. Help all my feelings go down with this nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the glasses <laughs> them down. The glasses are good, aren't they? As well, with all the oh, little yeah. skulls and stuff on them, and all those. Things. Do you know what glasses I like? Is I can't remember what brand it is, but they're ones where um, you're going to know what I mean when I say they're a bit chody. Oh. A bit like a chody. Oh, okay. You know the ones Oh, that yes, I know what you mean. They're not wider than they are at all, but they yeah. feel wider than they yeah, are yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I find that quite fun to drink out of. Oh, um, you, oh yeah, and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Do you need yeah. me to explain what a chode I, is? No, you, no, I'm no. With you, I'm with okay. you. I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. Yeah. I, thought this I, think I, know, I think I know what the glassware about is. About, I think I know yeah. what you mean, but I don't know what... I don't know what it is. I've just opened this as eagle listen, eagle-eared listeners might have noticed. I've had, I'm just gave a little taste for science. <laughs> science. <laughs> it's very good. Isn't it's it? good, isn't it? Do you know? I was talking to a brewer friend a while ago, and he was showing me some photos of neck oil. Um, what do you and mean? it was a pint from when it was from originally, and a pint of these days. It's a completely different colour because he's saying now it's has to sit on a supermarket shelf and that. It's, oh. it's very different to what it once was. It's still very good, but it's different considerations because hops fade very quickly. Mm. Sort of thing. So, but it is, if you, ever, it's, if, you could, if you took a photo of yourself with a pint of neck oil 10 years ago and have a look at one now, it'd be different. Yeah. Okay. So it was... Tweet in if you've got that. Yeah. Um, and I will be 
blocking you immediately. <laughs> <laughs> What's your second draft choice, Chloe? Um, so uh, this isn't feeding in very well to the perception of me as not being very observant um, because I don't know the name of, of it. But in Edinburgh this year at the Edinburgh Fringe, um, we go to a place whose name I kind of don't want to mention because all of the comedians know about it, but the general public don't really know oh. about it yet. And it, it's sort of our little hangout. Will you but, tell me afterwards if I swap it for a story about the sex shop in Blue Town? Absolutely. Deal. I feel like I've got like a good side of the deal there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like one name of a place that you could Google versus maybe like a career ruining story. It's not, it's not my career ruining, no. Oh, um, but yeah. My interest is even more. Yeah, yeah I'll definitely swap you that. But uh, so basically it's like this sort of like tap room, which is so nice, like lovely atmosphere. The staff always lovely. And they have like, you know, a board which kind of changes and you can order beer sort of one to 15. And over the fringe, I kept ordering a number 12, which was this incredible sour beer. I can't even remember what the flavor profile was, maybe like citrus something like that okay. and it was just so fresh and you get it in like um maybe um two-thirds yeah and you know when you have it in two-thirds you think oh i'm classy yeah i'm 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 drinking i'm drinking because this is a nice treat not because i want to get pissed and then obviously yeah. you have three of those and it sort of all adds up um but yeah, it, it was, and, and they set, served like quite like, you know, heavy burgers and chips and stuff. But that was like a really refreshing drink to sort of have along. Oh, it was, it was great. I love a sour beer. I think it's great. Yeah, Me too. I've beer. only had a couple, but it, 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 uh, I had a gooseberry one at the uh, Lambeth County Fair this year. It was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Lambeth County Fair. I love a gooseberry one. I love it when like it gets, you know, I'm pointing at my, the glands yeah. in my my face head. here my head <laughs> yes when it hits your glands yeah you're sort of contorting your face yeah 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 no nice. i really like that yeah my my son otto is really into not this isn't beer he's into like sour sweets there's these things i can't remember what they're called but like i oh, think they're american uh yeah it's like toxic waste toxic oh, waste yeah. Yeah. yeah and he goes have one of these sort of thing and it's that sort of thing but in a beer and i quite he, he my wife will like won't be able to take them. He likes that I can eat these toxic waste things. So he doesn't a- know that I've been pl- training myself. <laughs> That's so sweet that the coolest thing you could do is just eat a really sour sweet. Oh, very easy to impress a nine-year-old. <laughs> Huge, hugely, yeah, hugely easy. Um, I um I looked up that I know what pub you're talking about. I, so I so I had a look I had a look up of that pub in my mind. Oh yeah. And I looked at the number twelves. I found looked for pictures with to see what the number twelve was. Could you find it? I found two pictures, but it's not neither of them. I don't think are your beer. Because I did loads of searching on their Instagram to try yeah. and find out what number twelve was, but I I couldn't I couldn't find it. No, I found one that was um uh called Alvin by Baskland Brewing. And that was ten and a half percent beer, which must be like as thick as custard, doesn't it? <laughs> no, like, it wasn't that. Yeah, yeah, don't think that sounds right. Um, they used the dry skins of coffee cherries for that, for that apparently. And the other one I found was uh, Fierce Imperial Cafe Racer, which was eight and a half percent, and that's like a sort of coffee vanilla flavor no. as well. So it's not that one, no. is it? What was it called? But 
Fierce. It's uh, it's by Fierce and it's oh. called Imperial Cafe Racer. Okay. It's supposed to be very nice. Got some Imperial good reviews. Imperial Cafe Racer. Yeah. Good craft beer names a lot of the time, yeah. aren't they? You just chuck any words together, can't you? It's, yeah, it's like, it's like ba- it's replaced bands from the noughties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. O- open a book, close your eyes and point at some words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot yeah. of beers you can you can roughly guess the age of the founders depending on what music was around at the time sort yeah. of thing like, and what, what, what bands they're into. Um, great, terrific, terrific draft choices there. Then. Are you quite into your craft beers then? You sound it. I'm, so yeah. knowledgeable on it. Uh, I'm not like I could go into any tap room and be like, "This is what I like," but I'm bad at remembering the names of stuff mm. as as we've established. Um, so I just take pictures of them and that sort of thing. But yes, yeah, my favourite thing to do on like a Friday night, if you've got Friday night off, just like go to like a bottle shop and just um, go go to the person. This is what I like. What do you recommend? Yeah. And they give you like, well, this is you know. This is a new XPA from Dorset. You know, yeah. this is a new one from Brighton. And then you try all of those. I love that. If you're ever doing a gig up in Norwich, where I live, in the market there, there's Sir Toby's Beers. It's like a market stall, bottle shop. Right. It's brilliant. It's the, the guys are great there. It's like that. Um, but they also do like draft things on there. So you can sit in the market if you're wandering around shopping and do that. It's brilliant. Great. would recommend that. Yeah, I love that. Have you got a favourite bottle shop? Um... Yeah, surely I do. Um, oh, so I actually moved from Streatham a, a year ago mm-hmm. and there was a brewery called Inkspot in Streatham, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, they do these like open um, like open breweries one Saturday a month and you can basically like book a table and you just go and sit outside and it's really scenic and really beautiful and they serve out up all these beers from the brewery but they have a shop called arts and craft and arts and crafts and i think they've just closed one but they've they've definitely got one near streatham hill station and they're they're amazing in there because they sell the beers that they brew and all that stuff as well as an amazing array of cans and bottles and stuff so that's my favorite one nice what are you doing do you, do you like a bottle shop I haven't been to many actually. I should try. I should do a bit more of that. Yeah, we've done some do research. Like, I, do, I do. I do like some craft beers. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to, uh, something you said a minute ago about about this pub in in Edinburgh, mm. and you said that all the comics know it. What mm. te- What is it when you're up there and you're performing in the summer? Is that the case that sort of comics have got certain pubs? that go, oh, this one's all right to go to, but keep it quiet, sort of. Is that um, how it works? Yeah, this is the only one that I can think of that is the one where we're all like, don't tell anyone because it's so good because it's really little. Right. And I think Fern Brady is the person that kind of told us all originally. Mm. And now I think someone said it on a podcast and it's got out a tiny bit. But yeah, Fern was just like, you can't tell anyone. <laughs> and But it's, it's, it's really brilliant. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I'll check it out. I'll take it. It does look good. It does okay. look good. I'll take you yeah. both, but if you... If you tell anyone, I will fuck you up. <laughs> okay. I don't want to get fucked right. up. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chloe, you're, you're one of the founders of the LOL word. Yeah. Is that how we're, we're saying it? We're not saying LOL. We're saying no, LOL. the LOL word. LOL yeah. word. Uh, a queer comedy collective. How did you, how did that come about? Sorry, that up. So we um, started that or oh, 2017, maybe 2018. And it was basically this comic, comedy duo called Shelf had a room in Edinburgh, but they realized that they couldn't do the full run. So, for two weeks of it, they just asked like some queer comics, should we just like put on a mixed bill? 
and see what happens. And um, the gays flocked to it. <laughs> the, the gays came running. They loved it. They absolutely lapped it up. And then we were like, well, let's start doing it in London, doing it as like a mixed bill. So we got other comics to come on every every month. Um, and now we do it at the Soho Theatre. It's kind of grown and built. Um, and it, yeah, it's just really fun. It's like a really nice party atmosphere because it's just like a like, bunch of gay people in, in the room. And then you'll get your straight people as well. And they... Um, they're very uh, good natured, but um, it's nice that they're in the minority. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's good that they're good natured and don't yeah. come to abuse you. Or yeah, yeah, like that. just yeah, like, yeah. like really heckling in quite yeah. a vicious way. Yeah, like, um, yeah. So no, it's, it's it's good fun. We really like it. And um, how important so. is it to have sort of queer specific or focused spaces in comedy, and I guess also in pubs as well to bring it round? Yeah, I think it's I think it's really cool. Um, I think it allows like just stuff that we might have to explain in any other room right. to just be like a given. So you can do like, there are certain jokes that you can do in, in a queer space where you don't have to give as much context. So there's like a different like area of comedy that you can kind of access. Um, but yeah, it's it, and it's just really nice. I think lots of our audiences give the feedback, which is like, it's nice to walk into a mixed bill and be able to ensure that there's not going to be some like dud person on the lineup that says something like really transphobic or yeah. like racist or you know against another sort of um community that has historically been uh sort of um ha had prejudice against them um so yeah no that's really cool and it's really nice to see the audiences responding that way and in pubs like i think it's more like in football actually like uh i took my girlfriend to her first football match last week and she was just like there are so many men here. And I was like, oh yeah, I didn't even notice that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, it's just, it's just all men shouting. And I was like, oh yeah. She was like, usually we would run away from these sorts of men. And I'm like, no, 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 they're our friends. We, we go and we have a pint with yeah. them now. And um, I think like, it's sometimes good having an outside eye coming into a space that you've existed in your whole life and kind of like, being a bit more critical about it and being like, oh, you know, maybe it could be different. Because um, like when I go to women's football now, it's not even like, I, I don't want to use like broad strokes or anything, but the way like men, the way that women move through a public space together is like these like beautiful Tetris blocks <laughs> that are so respectful and moving in like perfect symbiosis. Whereas when you go to like men's football, it's like someone's, dropped you in a trough of van that you have to punch your <laughs> yeah. way out of. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't really know what I'm saying here. I don't think there's like much of a solution, but I do just think the more diverse people access a space, the more, I, I, I honestly, I, I was going to say the more respect we have. For, I don't know. I don't know. But I think like. But it's a very, you can see even on TV and, and going to women's games, it's a very different atmosphere and vibe to a game than it is at a at a men's game yeah it and definitely it's, is it's like i don't want to criticize the men's game because it's the thing that i've accessed my whole entire life and i love it mm. and i love like the fact that when you're all on top of each other and palace score a last minute winner i love that you're like a trough of ham because you're that's what <laughs> makes the the celebration so fun and passionate and have this energy that goes on and on and on it's because you're all over each other and you're you're punching and you're hugging and you're 
and at the women's game, like because because there's a bit more respect, sometimes the the celebrations can fizzle out a little bit, and I'd like it to be a tiny bit more toxic. Um, <laughs> but I guess just like you know, um, when you're then moving around the rest of the space, like you know the the what's the name of like the bit in the stadium, like the concourse. Yeah, the concourse. The concourse. Yeah. yeah. When you're moving around the concourse, that's when I'd like everyone just stop taking up so much space. Yeah. yeah. That was a very long, convoluted answer, and I don't think I really said anything. It was great. Play on. You get two bottles or cans oh, in your mid underwater. Yes. What's your first choice? Um, milk stout. Yes. I, I just love a little can of milk stout on a on a Friday evening because that feels like you're having a cake. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It feels like a nice, there's a bit of heft to it. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, I'm feet. I that's that's going down my throat in a quite um, present way. <laughs> For me, it's a it's a I'll have one. I'm not going to do a session on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not session yeah. the milk stouts. No. Would you, do you like a milkshake IPA as well? So I think is it all milk things? Have you ever had that? I've never had that. Oh. What's a milkshake IPA? It's an IPA that tastes like a milkshake, normally like fruity or something like that. It's, they're lovely. What's the consistency? It's still it's 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 still beer type thing. Right. It's not it's not like thick, but it but it's it does taste like a alcoholic milkshake, and it's absolutely lovely for the first half a pint, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but you could not spend an evening on them, or you'd feel dreadful. I think, but they're lovely. Okay, okay. I don't. I don't you like... take us to this pub in Edinburgh, and we'll find you milks- milkshake, milkshake IPA. I don't know. I find that a bit weird. Of like when you. They're, they're, those are two drinks that have very different consistency. Yeah. And I get that the milkshake is a descriptor of the flavour yeah. rather than the consistency. Yeah. But there is going to be a part of my mind going, is that IPA going to be thick like like a Yazoo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then that makes me feel a bit like I'll do some like pre-work in my brain that will lead to curdling in the stomach later. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I'll manifest yeah. curdling. Yeah, yeah. But I'll give that a go. That sounds fantastic, actually. I have um, discussed a couple of times recently on here that I remember as a kid there being alcoholic milk briefly in the Alcopop revolution of the late 1990s that you could buy alcoholic milk. Yeah. And no one else remembers it. No. But I have done some research on Google and I haven't made it up. Wow. Thank God for that, because if you add, that would be a worry. Yeah. So... In 1997, I believe, Speciality Beverages made a drink called Moo that was positioned as an alcoholic dairy cooler. Now, that name does ring a bell. Though. Yeah, so it came out and everyone, and it was at the time that Hooch and all these things were sort of coming yeah. out. And then everyone went, Two dogs. that's a bit too far. Yeah, so so I haven't made it up. Imagine if you were on the the moos of an eve. Oh God, you the sick, oh. the sick in the club oh, toilets. You don't that. want to be sick after a night on the moos. I don't want to be sick on, or oh, that, I actually feel quite queasy now. Did it, but it didn't last for it. didn't last for it. No, people were quite rightly, I'd say, going, I think this is probably like targeting kids a bit too much. <laughs> yeah. And, and young kids. It's younger, to younger make lemonade, well. but now when we're bringing in milk, <laughs> yeah. alcoholic breast milk. Um, I've just realised that I've just, after opening it to taste it, I've just started drinking neck oil at 9.30 in the yeah, morning. Well, I is. think that's yeah. okay. Is it though? Yeah. It's yeah. a slippery slope. Yeah. <laughs> it is a slippery slope, but just like if you have a good attitude about it, I think you'll be fine. Yeah, a winning attitude. It's, it's when the it's when the laughter stops, that's the problem. Mm. Um, what's, what's, <laughs> your, what's your um, 
Uh, have you got a specific milk stout, sorry, that you like, or is it just a general milk um, stout? I, I, no, I, it's kind of general, and I can't think of like a brand which I particularly like. But yeah, if it's got, I, I'd, I'd experiment if it's got like, you know, different flavour profiles, like a coffee milk oh. stout or like something like that. I'd really like that, or like cho- notes of chocolate, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, went, I, I went to a beer festival a while ago, and they had a, a craft beer thing, and they had place that made like pastry sour yeah, beers. I'm into and that. And they had like a Black Forest Gatto one and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm It did just taste that. like a liquid liquidized Black Forest Gatto. Well, that's what you're saying. So yeah. It's like a like a sort of a cake. Yeah. 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 But you know, it's I didn't I didn't know. I've drunk milk setup before and I like it, but I didn't I'd never looked up before what it actually is. Uh so, I can't say I have either. Well it just means that they add lactose. They don't add, it's not actual milk. Right. They add lactose and it doesn't turn to alcohol, so it gives it a sort of sweetness. So I oh, guess that's where the cake thing comes from. But in the 19th century, brewers did literally put milk into stouts and um, porters. Okay. Because it was sort of around the, t- you know, like in um, Guinness used to have that Guinness is good for you thing. It, it was sort of going back further than that that's what that's what they were doing they're saying oh you know stouts are quite good and like workers would have a stout with lunch or even like a morning meal and if they added milk to it it sounded like it was a bit mm. healthier so that's what so that's when they started doing it but now it's just like they don't had actual milk but yeah yeah and i i don't think i would look at a milk stout and think oh that's healthy i'd think no. that that's yeah that's gonna that's gonna fuck me up. Yeah, it's, it's a liquidized cake. Yeah, yeah. My, my liquid cake. Yeah. A liquid cake that fucks you up. That should be, a, <laughs> should be the slogan. <laughs> I can get you like? branding. Yeah. Like, can I get a liquid cake that fucks you up, please? <laughs> Certainly. Um, there we go. Um, Fabius, what's your other choice of bottle or can? Tiny Rebel Pineapple Express IPA. So, yeah, I don't know. I wanted to again be more original, and I wanted to like choose some like really specific cans that I've had before but like if I'm just going into the corner shop to get a couple of beers for a night I'll go for probably one neck oil one pineapple express IPA and because it just tastes like juice I've got to say Chloe I'd love to drink in this pub I think you picked some great choices so far (laughs) I'd if I came in and this was the lineup I'd be delighted thank you so much and you'd like and you'd like go uh, well we're going to come back I I really need to try that that other drink yeah that mm. I haven't been able to because I've had too much liquidized cake <laughs> fucked you up yeah. <laughs> yeah fabulous what do we know about this what's our, what's our research so on this Dan um, well it's, I did a little bit of research it's, it's not loads about it but I, I quite liked that it says um, uh, it's uh, tiny rebels say that it's an explosion of pineapple both on the nose and to taste a juicy hazy pineapple IPA so it sounds, it sounds like right. sort of um, alcoholic lilt yeah, and I feel like in all of those words that they've used, they've told us nothing more than the words pineapple yeah, express. Exactly. <laughs> we, yeah. we knew all of that. Yeah, yeah. It's like a taste of pineapple. Yeah. So it's so <laughs> fabulous, yeah. So is it quite is it quite sweet or it, is it? It is sweet, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's in like it's not like you're drinking juice because you can tell that it's an alcoholic beverage, but it's so fresh. Well, it's, stro- it's pretty punchy, six point two percent. Yeah, and it's I like that. Like a, so it's sweet but but packs a punch yeah i really like a beer that kind of hits you like yeah. i will again like if i'm going on to like a house party or something and i'm taking some cans with me i'll probably always get myself like a seven or an eight percent as like a gateway yeah you know, 
to warm up. A bit of social shuttle runs, stretches. Yeah, because it's like it's like having two beers in one, right? Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> two beers is when I get to my peak conversational skill. <laughs> so if you do that in one, yeah. Yeah. Then you're holding court. Hacking the system. After half hour. Life hack. Yeah. People go, well, she's been very charismatic. She's only had one she beer is. and look how charismatic <laughs> she is. And then I'll have, yeah, I'll, I'll have a couple of less percent, percenty. And then tape, taper down as the evening goes. Taper oh, down, yeah. There's more, more running chat there, tapering, isn't it? This is, this is from, eventually going running. Uh, it's running a tapering. Tapering, you tapering for marathons and stuff, don't you? You sort of taper Oh, oh you sort of taper off. Yeah. training. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just an aside. <laughs> <laughs> not, not an interesting one, one I regret. Um, great choices, as I say, Chloe. What are your views on pub quizzes? Love them. I love them so much. Really? Yeah. I, I, is it because I've got, I feel like I carry like a quiet sense of competition with me at all times. <laughs> Are you are you vibing that off me? Yeah. Maybe it was, yeah. I think maybe just a, a, a general enthusiasm. I think perhaps. is it because when we walked in here, I was like, first one through the door <laughs> wins. Um, no, I just um, I really love um, I love uh, any sort of game or competition that has absolutely no consequence. So, bit of table tennis, bit of pool, some darts, a pub quiz. I just really vibe on getting myself so involved and what i love about pub quiz is like you know you you, you get one wrong you got the next one yeah. you know you can there's always something that you can get right and and that sort of challenge with yourself of how many how many of these can i get right? oh, i love it have you got have you got a team name no team name what would what would the team name be it would probably be like something to do with my surname the pet shop boys oh, or nice. um yeah. you yeah, know yeah. um Pets at home. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm running out. Pets win prizes. There we go. Okay, there three's go. fine. That's yeah. good. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's terrific. Well, you're in luck because Dan, I imagine, has a pub quiz. Okay, phones away. Put a gag on Siri. It's quiz time. Elvis's black belt was in karate. I saw it on QI. No half points for saying J.K. Rowling is the lead singer of Jamiroquai. Moira Stewart. No, I'm afraid it was Gordon Honeycomb. I do have a pub quiz. <laughs> and not only that, it is a pub quiz with, with, a, with a pet's theme. Just to, chi- just to chime in on, what, on your puns. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah. So um, how is, how's your pet's knowledge? That's a really broad question. I'm, talk, I'm talking about not your family. Animals? Of pets. Yeah. Animals talk, talk or pets? Wood, pets. Or... Famous pets. Um, again, I, I don't think that's narrowed it down no, no. per se. I'm going to back myself at uh, 7 out of 10 on, yeah. on, on celebrity pets. Yeah. You've never been to a pub quiz and they've had the pets around? I've never, they've never had a pets around no. before. Have you been no. to one with a pet? I haven't, no. So I'm quite pleased I invented it. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I think well, catch on in pub quizzes. I think we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> okay. So, so the the idea of this is three questions. Don't give your answers now because we will be have a little think and we'll give the we we'll do the answers in the second part. Of okay. The show. Okay. Okay. So, question one. Mm. I'll get you my pretty and your little dog too," said someone once. But what's the name of the little dog they're referring to? Question okay. two. Susan begat, yeah, oh. begat, 
14 generations of animals called things like sugar, sherry, bee, buzz, pickles, tinker, rufus, diamond, kelpie, disco, cedar, pundit, heather, jasmine and holly. But what specifically are all those famous pets and who did they belong to? And question three. Larry the tabby cat has lived at 10 Downing Street since 2011. So how many prime ministers has he seen off so far? Okay. There you go. Have a think on them. Okay. okay. So you want me to... Um, We're going to compete. Conduct, I don't know the answer. You want me to conduct a full second half of a podcast interview whilst I think about yeah. winning? Trying to win? That's going to be... Yeah. I'm just going to... We'll do it at the, part, the start of the second half yeah, so you can get it out there. So oh, you'll okay, you yeah, either, you either do the second half... Full of glory or okay, fuming. Because if you made me wait to the end of the podcast, I would just stare into space. For <laughs> yeah. You'd be asking me questions. I'd be like, sorry. I just need to win the quiz. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll do a few seconds to count through my prime ministers and then we can go. Yeah, yeah I've, I need a second <laughs> yeah, to count yeah. through. My, my, I, I'm going to struggle with that one, I think. Okay, it's time to leave those of you who don't support the Moon Underwater on Patreon. If you don't subscribe, head to moonunderpod.com and sign up to get ad-free extended episodes a day early, a monthly bonus podcast and access to the Moon Underwater Social Club on Facebook. We'll see you soon in part two. We will continue creating Chloe's Dream Pub. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.